I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to another edition of Rival Scott Mitchell and Jason Buck. So our sons have played football. <laughs> yeah. Is that a good thing or a bad thing or that's kind of a challenge, isn't it? It is a challenge, man. It is I never I never knew it would be that hard. I really didn't. I thought I'd come out of the NFL with all this knowledge and experience that I'd gained, you know, from coming from the tiny schools and just scratching and scraping and walking on to college to get my chance and, you know, finally getting that great coaching and having that opportunity in my life and going all the way through the NFL, I thought, okay, now I'm going to be able to come back and just transfer this knowledge, you know, and experience for me and give my sons an even better experience, you know, protect them from abusive coaches or, you know, bad experiences and bad practices and injuries and all those kind of things, you know, give them the greatest football experience possible. And yeah, you know, just I wasn't ready for, you know, the 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 rivalry backlash, if you will, you know, of my sons being judged differently and not being able to just be, you know, like normal regular kids and judged as normal regular kids that are d- developing. Yeah, and I think it's an interesting kind of dynamic. And you know, we're from the football world, and I think other people in other other walks of life, you know, their their children follow in their legacy and their footsteps and. What what does that mean? What doesn't it mean? I know. Um, I think I think of like Eli and Peyton Manning. You know, their father. They actually are better than than dad than dad was. You know, yeah. dad dad struggled on a bad team, and and here they they come in and they're you know they're Hall of Fame caliber Super Bowl winning quarterbacks, and 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 it certainly seems there's a, a really good dynamic there. I know I know um, Archie Manning. You know his father. Committed suicide, you know, when he was in college, and so it's it's an interesting dynamic of of these relationships and how we uh, we want our kids to you know succeed in life and kind of the concern or worry that you go through when they're going to try to do things the way you do it. You, you know, Andrew Luck is another one where Andrew, his dad was a quarterback, and 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 he's actually better than his dad was as well yeah but then you have people like you know like barry sanders you know was an amazing running back and his son was it wasn't or isn't and and is that hard is that hard on on them is it hard on you you know what i i didn't go in expecting my sons to play in the nfl if they were good enough to go that far you know that would have been awesome I really wanted them to have the the life teaching that great football gives that we've talked about often on the show those life skills and just overcoming adversity and challenge in the in the life development and 
and to go in and just be the best they possibly can be. If that was great high school players or great college players or even you know fortunate enough to go all the way to the NFL, just going to be the best you can possibly be. You know, developing as a person. That, that's that's why I want them to have that ex- that great experience in the, in their life was my ultimate goal. So, um, I I have five kids, and my first three um, actually didn't really want to play sports or be a part of sports, or they they've taken different paths. But my my youngest son has decided that he wants to be a quarterback, and I I'm you know. I'm having reservations. I'm just, I'm worried about it. I really am because I can see in in him and, and we've talked about it. He goes, you know, people think that I'm you. Yeah. People think that, and they want that expectation. And, And we live in the same hometown that I grew up in. And so there's, there's a lot of people that, oh, you know, he looks just like you and kind of acts just like you. And, and I'm looking at yeah. him and I'm like, no, nah, he, he's kind of, he's different. He's, I know how I was at that age and, and, uh, he's not, he's not me. And, and so you, you wonder, are they going to get the same, um, treatment? Are they going to, are there, are there things that maybe are unfair uh, are there expectations? Are there are people they, that are they gonna be judged harsher because yeah. they're your son, or yeah. are other people going to assume that they're getting favored because he's your son or daughter? And this this whole thing starts to happen, this dynamic in there, and your kids living under the shadow, and they're just kids that are growing up, but they feel that pressure, right? They they feel it when the people are accusing them of being favored because they're the coach's son, but in the end, they end up being treated worse because they're the your son because people are overcompensating or they're judging them harder. And all of a sudden the game's not as fun for them, you know, because they're living under a different dynamic than we had to overcome, right? This community pressure that comes upon them naturally because they're the NFL player's son or daughter in that case. You know, I coached my daughter in accelerated softball, and I coached my boys through Little League. And, you know, I was fortunate, honestly, to be their defensive coordinator their their senior year of high school for both boys. And, and we have great memories together now, you know, just – great memories but there were some real tough moments in there too where you'd be at a little league game and the opposing teams like break the buck kid's leg you know be kill that buck kid you know and they're in seventh grade <laughs> right you know and they're feeling and they're getting dirty texts you know from all the other high schools in the valley in high school because they were the guy that they you know people wanted to beat up and get i mean it was tough to be live under our shadow yeah and i, I do it with other people I mean, I, you know, I think it's human nature. It's kind of like, um, I look at other, other areas of life, like, um, acting. And I see some of these, these actors who got into it just because of their name. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, well, you're not really that good. You're just there because, you know, and, and I know there are other, there are other, you know, industries, you know, whether, you know, it's, I mean, we've seen it in coaching before and, and other places and you just go and and so there's this human nature side of uh you know well he's just there because of a name or because yeah. of a you know and I live in a small town and 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 they and people feel that way and so it's a hard thing i think to um you know overcome with this these uh these personal prejudice that people have. Yeah. And I think you have to ask yourself, you know, 
do you want your kids to to go into what we did or or you know is it is there a different way and we've got to take a break right now but when we come back we'll talk about you know how should we handle the the pressure of our kids dealing with um, you know, a, a, a dad who had a Fallen dad's footsteps, yeah. whether you're an attorney or a doctor right. or the f- big farmer or whatever it is. Following, how do you do that? How do you recreate that experience? We'll be back. You're listening to Rivals. Welcome back to Rivals. Scott Mitchell, Jason Buck here. We're talking about our kids and, and, and really anybody's kids that are uh, having to follow in the footsteps of, of a, a legacy or um, um, a career path or, or a dynasty of, of, an, of another parent. Uh, I, know, I know when I was younger, and, and when I say younger, like in high school, maybe college, I was like, my kids, every single one of them is going to play sports and they're going to yeah. be amazing at this. And I'm going to make sure they're, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to show them all the things that I've learned along the way. And, and my kids are going to be the best and it's going to be incredible. And then you find out it does not turn out perfect. I have, I have, I'm <laughs> like telling you, thought, by like five, you no, it's just like, and you know, and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, for, for me, it was, it, it was like, <laughs> You know, I have these kids that, that, you know, I have a daughter who's going to be an attorney. I have a daughter who loves dance. And, you know, I have a son who uh, is about ready to get married. And his wife is, <laughs> she's the smart one in the family. I'm like, good job, son. You married well, <laughs> way above yourself. And and you really, your your priorities, I think, at least for me, the, the priorities become more in line with, it's not about me. It's not about what I want. It's It's about... It's about my children and where where they want to go in their lives. Oh, absolutely, and that's when it it's, it's about them. You want them as a parent. You know, I didn't want them to, like I said, didn't want them to be NFL players. That would have been fun, but I wanted them to find their passion and their love. And if that was football, great. If it was something else, great. But learn how to overcome adversity and just have that fire in their belly to overcome it all and to fight to be the best. Find their passion, get after it. And so sports was. You know, and, and means to an end for me and in, in, in personal development of my kids. And you know what? They ended up having a blast. I mean, they're great memories in high school, our sports. Some of them had some great coaches at times in their life, and sometimes they had some poor coaching experiences, which you'd hope not to, for them to not have. But there were some great coaching experiences. We had great experiences, father, sons, and father, daughter that we talk about and you know what my kids were all great high school athletes and you know my oldest boy ended up uh, he was all state and went to university of utah to play football which was crazy being a byu family it was a really hard experience for everybody you found the light i understand found, i get it <laughs> well had the rivalry with bronco mendenhall where he wouldn't recruit my children but they should have been there but he had a great time with nonetheless you found the light it's all good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hard you know go utah have a whole show on recruiting right but uh, and then my youngest boy is an all state, you know, consensus all state player too. And uh, you know what? Just found he wanted to go in another direction in his life after high school. Just uh, he didn't have that burning desire in the end to go play college ball. And he was six four. I mean, I thought he had the potential to even go to the pros as a tight end. But he, you know, he's finding another direction and love and you know passion and finishing college and going to be a great young man and go in another direction in his life. So. I growing up, my uh, I was the youngest of four, 
and the only boy. And my dad, my sisters will tell you, he he was all I cared about. <laughs> all he cared about, you know, was me. And he provided so many opportunities for me through sports. I mean, I think from the outside looking in, people would say he, my dad was a helicopter dad. You know, he was this way. He was like, my boy is going to, he yeah. is going to do this. And it wasn't that way because I loved football. I loved baseball. I loved these sports more than my dad did. And what he saw in me was that I, I loved it. I was yeah. passionate about it. I would do it 24-7. And all he did is he said, okay, you love this. You're passionate about this. I want to just be that support, and I want to help you to get every every opportunity in this than you possibly can. And I and I and that's the way I approach my kids, because it wasn't easy. Football it was not easy. It was hard to do. There was a lot of struggles. You do go through coaches that you don't like or aren't yeah. good coaches, and you got to deal with that, and you got to figure that out. And if that's you're life. not if you're not passionate about it then you're you're going to go by the wayside it's you're not going to accomplish it and and so i've always felt l- like you that to to help my kids find what they're passionate about and that's good enough and i want my kids to forge their own path and be their own person you know that was enough i was named after my dad who was named after his dad and his dad's dad I was also named after my mom's dad and his dad and his dad's dad and it, it and Williams my first name but they call me Scott because it was so darn confusing with all these people yeah. and I was like I don't want to be another one of these people I want to be my own person and that's what I want my kids to be is that I want them to be who they really are oh my goodness would I love it if if my kids wanted to be in sports and play sports and I would be like Let's go. You know, yeah. this will be yeah. fun. And and I know this world and we can have a great time with this. But if not, it it is really okay. And I just know that that it actually helped me as a parent. And I think part of why I could do it as a parent because I did live my passion. I yeah. did accomplish my dream and I didn't have this this nagging uh desire to live where I failed in my life through my children and I could really just let them be who they are. And I do, I have wonderful children. They're amazing. And they, and they're, they're their own persons and they're beautiful and wonderful and, and just a joy to be around. And, and I'm, I'm glad that I've reached this. You know, we both succeeded in that area because yeah. I, cause I feel the same way. You know, I, I've taught them to compete and to go through that. And, you know, I'd have had a blast if they would have went all the way, but in the end, I raised great kids, and you know my one daughter that didn't play any sports and didn't have a competitive bone in her body, my beautiful little Haley, she's my sweetheart, right, and the most awesome little mother in the world. And you know you let them become their own selves, and they find their burning passion, right? Because ultimately, you know to go out and get punched in the mouth and take those injuries and go all the way to the NFL and overcome all the adversity, you've got to have a burning, burning passion to overcome all of that to make it to those levels. And and you want them to have that burning passion, and, and they find it. They find it. Oh, they're all great parents, and I'm I have seven grandkids now, and and it's all it's all good. See, if you're if you're a smart parent, you'll get a doctor who can take care of you. You'll get yeah. an attorney that can <laughs> handle all the legal problems. You get an accountant that handles all that stuff, and you'll get someone in in healthcare that can kind of nurture you through the whole thing. 
and you're covered. And then and I'm then, still the enforcer. And, and then you have <laughs> well, and then you have your entertainment. So you want to be a musician, you're an actor, you want to be an athlete. Great, we got all our bases covered. Our life will be good. It'll be rich. And in our in our golden years, our children will just take care of us in all aspects of our life. Yeah, we just manage the whole family, prearranged marriages, all that stuff. <laughs> You've been listening to Rivals. Uh, we've just solved another one of world uh, of life's toughest questions. Hope you come back. <laughs>